That's life, babe. Welcome back to That's Life, babe. You're with Shauna and Rach. And we're here to talk things all love, life, sex, dating, lockdown and everything in between. Can't wait for you to join us. <laughs> Hi, Rach. Hey, Shauna. <laughs> How are you going today? Look, I'm going great because we're finally recording another episode of That's Life, babe. I feel like we've been a bit MIA. Yeah, it's been um, it's been interesting. Like we got so excited during quarantine, and now we're out of quarantine <laughs> and back to like being somewhat busy. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's actually hard. Like I was reading something the other day about recording podcasts, and it said on Instagram, and it was like, it's actually so hard to find the time. Yeah, it is, and it's quite um, it's been quite demanding, you know, like with editing and yeah. just trying to get it out there. But here we are, and we're loving it. We're very excited about this episode, which is going to be about pretty much. um, Rach and I just want to talk about lockdown this week, and I guess everything that happened, and all the feelings associated with it. And we kind of want to touch on, um, you know, a bit, a little bit about like mental health during lockdown, or mental health in general, and you know, also how it's like it's affecting um not only us personally but like the different ages like age groups um. yeah there's been a huge increase in calls to kids helpline which is like kids five up but then you know you talk to family members 60 and over and they're also feeling the effects obviously of the lockdown yeah yeah i mean like you wouldn't you'd think oh the retired age group they're living the dream they don't have to do anything but like i know that my mom was so keen to go traveling like her mm. and um her husband just bought a camper van and you know a new car to travel around australia and now they just can't do that and they don't even know when they're gonna be able to do that and yeah they're just tough. like almost like in a limbo now not knowing what to do with themselves and and then the 18 year olds who like can't celebrate their birthday we were just talking about that yesterday like thank goodness we were able to you know, had my birthday recently and gone on our little pub crawl and, and, you know, we've been lucky enough to be able to have our 18th and our 21st, like in a somewhat normal yeah. environment. And we've got like, I mean, I definitely have like got all my traveling out of the way. Like I spent the last decade just going overseas, working, having such a good time. And I feel like I've, um, I accomplished like all of what I wanted to before, um, before COVID hit, but yeah, it's, it's really, really sad for all the kids going through that. And, you know, like all the kids who are being homeschooled by parents who yeah. just aren't getting that social interaction that they need from school too. And the stress that that puts on parents in general as well, because yeah. they're trying to work from home and um, take care of the kids, help with homeschooling. And-, and that is that added stress too. Like for parents, I don't want to make it political, but like, you know, um, yesterday, the Queensland Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, has been going on about, you know, she's been accused of scaremongering by the federal government that, you know, she doesn't want to open up the borders because children under 12 won't be protected with a vaccine because yeah. there's a vaccine that, you know, n- no country in the world is vaccinating that age group. But um, so that's an added pressure for like parents and children who are probably wondering why aren't we getting vaccinated like, you know, mum and dad and like our older yeah. siblings. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And like to think, you know, like all the the stress of going through, you know, year 11 and 12 and the HSC for those who are in like New South Wales, I know in ACT, we don't really do that, but it's just, it's such a different time now. Yeah. And, you know, they're all trying to look forward to their school formals and, you know, their gap years and 
now what are they going to do? Go straight mm-hmm. into university online and then really struggle to find a job yeah, that they can tough. get into. So how are you feeling? Like, how have you been doing? Oh, me personally, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, I must admit. I mean, most of the time I'm feeling so positive and it's actually been quite good. And obviously having you stay with me for the first two weeks of um, lockdown was awesome. It was so good. We had such a fun time. We had such a fun time. <laughs> um, I was yeah. so excited at the start, actually. And then like by the, you know, 14th day of like drinking wine at three o'clock, I was like, I need- <laughs> like kidding, kidding. But, you know, you, you get to a point where you're like, oh, man, I'd really like to get outdoors and like go for a run or like yeah. get back into the office. But- I know, just a bit of normality. But yeah, I mean, like saying that, um, I've definitely definitely had a few struggles and um my anxiety like I that we kind of like spoke about that in the story a bit but like I haven't really had my anxiety come up for you know about nine months now and um having it hit just all of a sudden out of the blue was quite um I don't know what's the word like I guess it was kind of scary but it was just so unannounced and I didn't know what it was like I couldn't pinpoint anything that was triggering it but then you know when I had a had a big think I was like well I'm out of work like I'm not working Mm -hmm. I can't go to the snow I can't make any money I'm now studying um online and obviously trying to do a Um, remedial massage course online is quite hard and you know I'm quite distracted in that and I can't focus and I feel like I'm you know not going to do as well as I would like to and that's the thing hey like so many people out there particularly like we're just saying students trying to study online there's a lot of people out there that like just you know are like what is it called that you have you know you're like a um, a learner that needs to yeah there's all different types of learners Mm -hmm. like you know some people can uh learn really well off you know um just reading things yeah reading things or a teacher just explaining something but like for me I'm a very like visual and kinesthetic learner and I need to be there like hands-on to learn and um anyway I guess we just got to try and adapt and make things make things happen for us but um yeah I guess like that that's definitely a big stress of mine um but also it's just like I guess the unknown too of how long this is going to go for like how long am I going to have to do that for and um, you know, I, I did actually start this course in 2020 and that was when like the lockdown first happened. So I've already done half this course in lockdown. And then, you know, unfortunately I, I hit my head last year too, and had to defer the course and pick it up again, you know, um, six months later. And that in itself was, <laughs> you know, quite a, quite a battle and, um, you know, doing it for second time round now going into lockdown, I'm kind of like, geez, this one year diploma is now turning into like a three year diploma. And I'm, I guess I'm a bit worried about the fact that I'm not going to be able to work full time for a while. Um, but anyway, saying that it's, it's been great. I'm very lucky to, you know, have a roof over my head, have an amazing supportive group of friends and family around me you know there are a lot of people out there who are struggling a lot more than I am so I've got to be thankful and thankful for health too 100% yeah and that's like one of the things we've been doing in lockdown which I think we wanted to talk about too because obviously like I remember when lockdown first started I think we did like literally 10 zooms that day or like 10 FaceTime like 10 different people and by the end (laughs) it was just it was so nice it was so exhausting yeah and I think it's important to remember like you actually don't 
you know, it is exhausting, even though you're not physically in front of somebody. Yeah. Like, you don't need to always be FaceTiming people. Sometimes you need to give yourself a break as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I know, like, one of our listeners emailed in and said that uh, one of the things that they've learned from lockdown is that they've got to prioritize their mental health. And sometimes that means not, um, you know, FaceTiming 24-7, like mm. putting the phone away and just having a break to yourself because you can't just, like, give out your energy all the time. It's just yeah. very... It's very exhausting. Um, yeah, we put a call out on our Instagram page just to see what people thought um, and how people were feeling and, like, what some of the main struggles were. Um, we might actually read those out. So one of the first questions we put out to our listeners was, how's lockdown affecting you? And a few people wrote in and just said, it sucks big time. Um, someone else said, I'm spending way too much time on my devices. I think I'm developing an addiction. So relate to that. Oh, I'm so can I. On my phone constantly. Oh, the screen time is just like outrageous. And you know how you get those notifications on your phone that says your screen time is up like 50% than yeah. usual. And then you just go, oh God. I turn those off. I don't, I don't have those. I don't want to see. Oh. Like, I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm going to have a look at mine now, actually. <laughs> Um, someone else said they're not hating it, but they will as soon as it starts to get warmer. And, you know, like spring has hit and we want to get out and about like spring is all about, you know, seeing friends, having picnics, having barbecues, being out and about in that warm weather, especially straight after winter. And yeah, that, that is going to be hard. So hopefully, I mean, our restrictions ease a bit and we can get out there. Um, yeah, someone else said they're missing their friends heaps, like their friends are family. And I know that you and I can like really relate to that because we've got such an awesome group of girlfriends and not being able to see them is, yeah. Really it's hard. Yeah, really totally hard. Sad. And, and like, you know, your mom's in Newcastle and my parents are in Queensland and yeah, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, um, one of the listeners wrote in and said, being locked down without a toddler, I mean, with a toddler and a newborn is not a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be a vibe. I, I can barely look after myself, let alone like having other people. Oh, I know. Around. I just like trying to find the time just for yourself too mm. is. Um, well, usually isn't... parents would be able to like, you know, give their kids to grandparents or like daycare or school, but that's not the case. Yeah, get a babysitter, something. And yeah, feel for you, girl. Feel, <laughs> feel for, for girl. you. Um, one of the next questions we asked was, what do you miss the most about normal life? Um, someone wrote in and said the kids going to school, there we are again, like the homeschooling, such an issue. Um, okay. Being able to see boys in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a struggle. That's a struggle. (laughs) That's a struggle. Um, in being, real life, in real, <laughs> how else are you saying that? <laughs> well, I guess like Tinder, True. all of yeah. that yeah. online dating, but it gets a bit boring. Um, being able to meet up with friends and family, like they're super over zoom. Yeah. And yeah, that would be really difficult. I know that, uh, like my, my cousins are all in Melbourne and my aunt and uncle live in Canberra here and you know, their um, new grandparents and not being able to see their grandson um, grow up and all of that must be really, really Really difficult. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Someone messaged in saying they're really missing blacking out in a bar with all the girls. (laughs) I think I know who that is. I think I know who that is too. (laughs) Yeah miss that um hugging yeah miss hugging yeah and yeah seeing friends and family i said something (laughs) i was like at work today 
And um, I think I like made this woman feel really, I don't know. I don't think I made her feel uncomfortable, but I was just like, oh, it's so weird. You know, like at the moment, I'm just such a hugger. Like I'd love to just like be able to hug. And then I'm like, I wouldn't like hug you. It was just a random person. I was yeah. interviewing. I was like, I'd probably shake your hand. I'm, I'm also a handshaker, but she kind of looked at me funny. And I was like, you know, and she's like, oh yeah, no, I know what you mean. But yeah, I'm such a hugger. Like I would. Yeah, and I mean, even, I'm, yeah, I'm not hugging randoms. So I don't know what you think. But, but even like the whole handshake thing, having to do things with the elbow, yeah, like the old elbow. So I wonder if that awkward. will still be a thing. Like once, you know, the COVID whole pandemic isn't doesn't exist, or you know, we learn to live with the virus, but it doesn't affect our daily lives as much. Like I wonder if people will still elbow bump or if we'll actually <laughs> shake hands again. Is that gonna um? Is that gonna um? overtake the fist pump probably <laughs> not that i have gloves. a fist pump do i do you i don't know i've never fist not. pumped anybody <laughs> um so we also asked people like what have they learned about themselves during lockdown and i think that's an important one too because it does give you time to reflect on yourself and and your life and um you know people have written in and said that they're learning all about patience you know, and yeah, I think that's that's a really important one because you can't when there is no um, no certainty out there. You you do have to be patient. And you've got to take things day by day, and yeah, you know, you can't make plans. So um, yeah, someone wrote in and said, "I feel uh, better when I earn my couch time." So being really able like to exercise and work, like etc. If you roll out of bed and like roll onto the couch to do your work, like. And you're there for eight hours. You just feel... And then, you know, then you turn on Netflix or something. You just feel really crap. It's good to be able to... Even if you can't... If you're in quarantine like we were, just, like, do a little workout in the living room or do anything. Like, go and sit on the balcony and stare out at, like, the street or something, you know, if you can do that. Yeah, and it's, like, it's so important because, like, even for people who don't have a job to keep them occupied, you know, during the day... If you're just sleeping in and then getting up and then just yeah. watching some Netflix or just not doing anything, that's what's going to make you feel worse. I feel like and you've been really good in that respect, though. Like, particularly now that we're not in, like, quarantine, I feel like you've been getting up early and, like, going for runs and walks and, you know. Yeah, I've been trying to sleep with my blinds open so yeah. that the sun wakes me up and I get up early and, you know, I try and have a coffee do some form of exercise. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like like having a routine is is really important and starting your day yeah. fresh. Yeah, otherwise it's just Groundhog Day. Hundred <laughs> percent. I've been cleaning heaps too. I just feel like I'm cleaning everything every time I see a surface. I just wipe it. Like I don't know, it's <laughs> like something to do. It's good oh, yeah. to have a clean space. So if you're like stuck in it for hundred percent, hundred periods of time. 100%. And I make my bed every morning, oh. like religiously. You've had to help me. You know my routine. Yeah, every morning. Our mums would be so proud I of know. us. I have like nine pillows on my bed and they have to be perfect. I know. <laughs> Otherwise, I will not get, um, I will not get my work done. Um, so someone wrote in and said they think that they're turning into their mother because they're drinking tea all day and gardening. <laughs> I love oh. that. That's so funny. Um, At least it's not alcohol that's positive. Yeah, exactly. And someone else learned that they've got to find happiness from within. Mm. And that's... I like that. Yeah, that's really important too because you can, you know, I guess like this is a time where you feel like, you know, all the little things that, you know, made you happy back when life was normal. Um, If you don't have those, like, are you genuinely happy within yourself? So one of our other questions was, what's your greatest concern for the future? So we had life never returning to a nice and normal. 
Did we already say these ones? Not being... Oh, actually, no. no. Same person, different sort of answer, but not being able to see boys in my future. Uh, Not being... Not enough people getting vaccinated. Um... Which that is, is worrying yeah. because, like, you know, obviously, like, the national target is to get 80% of the country vaccinated so that we can move on yeah. with our lives. And COVID's going to be around forever. And I know that's, like, a scary thought, but it is going to be around. So we need to get vaccinated so that we can yeah. get out and about. It's such a tense topic, though. Like, recently I was doing a story at work and I put a call out onto Facebook, um, you know, asking. It was it was when um, vaccinations were opened up to 12 to 15 year olds who can um, now book in for a vaccination in a few days on September 15. And I put a call out on Facebook just to sort of say, you know, I'm looking for parents to talk to today that are excited about this. And I reckon I got maybe 10 people that were excited and keen to get their, you know, teenagers vaccinated. And I probably got maybe 100 to 200 emails from people just absolutely not interested, you know, like really worried about it. And I, and I don't, you know, my, that's their opinion and I'm not going to judge that at all, but they were very aggro towards me. They were sending you death threats. They were threatening me death, death threats. And, you know, they were calling me awful names and telling me that like I was a horrible journalist and that all of that, it was awful. And I just think, you know, it's, it's an important point to make that whilst you might be, you know, concerned about the future and worried. And if you, if you are, if you don't believe in vaccination, that's totally fine. That's totally your choice. But I think it's important to remember, you know, you don't know how I was feeling that day or what I was doing that day. And, yeah. and, and that's another topic we're going to talk about later on too, is like suicide and not that I was suicidal, but, and I don't usually get impacted or affected emotionally by that sort of criticism from people because, you know, you get it a lot of the time when you're in the media. Um, and I really just like, brush it off it's I don't even read stuff like it doesn't even bother me I never read stuff on social media but I feel like because these emails were all directed to me and they were coming through in absolute droves like I started looking at them and it just it just really made me so sad because I was like you know why attack somebody and you didn't stop looking at them either no I was I'm still getting them like literally nearly a week later and um I mean I kind of stopped looking at them now because you know I just can't handle it anymore but I just think it's interesting. Obviously, there's a there's a portion of the population that don't want to get vaccinated. They don't want their kids to get vaccinated. Uh, and, and you know what? Like, that's your choice. But you just need to remember how your words can be impacting others. Yeah. And I think, like, my personal view, which I'm happy to put out there on the record, is that I think, you know, anybody that's not getting vaccinated is sort of is, is halting the progress of our nation and being able to open up the country. So yeah, hundred percent. And you know what? Like I know there are a lot of feelings that are associated with like lockdowns and quarantines and not being able, and there are people losing businesses and you know, their, um, their livelihood and everything, but you know, feelings of like, um, anger and irritation, all of that just comes out in so many different ways. And, you know, these people have been, they're emailing you from New South Wales or from Melbourne and they've been in lockdown for so long Mm. too but it's just yeah I don't know I just I I don't understand why they don't want to move forward yeah absolutely um we go back to our question which uh was what's your greatest concern for the future another one we had was regarding COVID losing loved ones um yeah I mean like it's 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 scary 
Like, well, it is a real like risk, you know. I mean, even here in the ACT, I don't know the exact stats today, but I know that we have like a fair few people in hospital and we have a handful in ICU and we're a very yeah. small population. So for us that on the scale of things, yeah. you know, is quite significant. And we only have roughly 34 ICU beds here in the ACT and we're already maybe a quarter of that capacity at the yeah. moment. I think like, yeah, but like, I think one of the worst things is, is that, you know, if you were to lose someone and it doesn't have to be to COVID, but like if they're in another state or if they're overseas, like you can't be there yeah, and you, you just feel helpless. I mean, I know, you know, my, um, my, my stepfather, he's, he's from Germany and his whole family is in Germany and he cannot go and see them. Like Mm. it could be years and, you know, his parents are elderly and, um, it's pretty pretty brutal over there in Europe at the moment with COVID. So I guess like, yeah, it's, 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 it's so, so upsetting. It's funny how it affects you too, like every day, you know, even when I'm just shopping at Woolies or something. And like at the moment, like we've been trying to go to the same shops all the time and not go anywhere else just in case, you know, there's an exposure or whatever. But, you know, every you can tell everybody in the shop is on edge because there's that fear of like death. Like there is definitely yeah. like a genuine fear of death. Um which you know i guess is totally warranted and you just sort of walk around and it's always the funny like avoid like somebody will like go to pick up an apple and you will too and then you'll both jump back and kind of like through your mask you can't actually like see what their facial expression (laughs) is i always try and squint at people to pretend i'm like see that i'm smiling but and i feel like sometimes like it might not um it might not affect you until it does become personal like you can't relate to it until someone you know is impacted and I mean like my uh I was so well I mean I'm not lucky but like when my um grandma passed away in Melbourne like thankfully Melbourne had just come out of lockdown and I could actually travel across um across the border to be there for a week and be there for a funeral and do all of that but like now it's Mm. just it's so tough and well I, I felt like I was never really impacted by COVID last year particularly I don't know if a lot of people can relate to this but like I felt like last year living in the ACT particularly and well I was actually in Brisbane at the time we were super lucky didn't have many cases our borders were closed to everywhere else for a long period of time which was frustrating because I have a lot of family and friends interstate but I didn't really you know I was still able to go to work go into the office um, I didn't feel like anything was really impacted too much for me in fact in terms of my career, it gave me a great opportunity um, because I was able to move up just because they needed more hands on deck in in the Brisbane newsroom where I worked. Uh, However, this time around, I feel like it's impacted me a lot more, not just because we had to go into quarantine for those two weeks, which, you know, was a lot easier being with you, but like Mm. it was still, it's still tough. But also like I missed my, one of my best school friends' weddings and couldn't go and and be a part of that. And, you know, like I, I, in the end, I was meant to be a bridesmaid and she asked me to be her bridesmaid before, just before COVID was a thing. Um, I think it was in like February last year, January last year, 2020. We had no idea what was going to happen. Thankfully for her, because she lives in Queensland and the wedding was in Toowoomba, it was able to go ahead. However, her dad couldn't walk her down the aisle because he was stuck in Victoria and I couldn't stand next to her. But Thankfully, they live streamed it for us, and we sat on the couch. And <laughs> we did. We did. had a champagne. And yeah, it was a it was a bit of a weird experience, wasn't yeah, it? it? Just was. like seeing someone's wedding online, but it was really special. I guess that they were able to, you yeah. know, record that, and they did um, incorporate you into yeah, the bridal party. <laughs> shout out for Jack Moore, who is the celebrant for the wedding. She is just the most 
incredible creative person and she the night before messaged me she couldn't find me on Facebook apparently she messaged like a hundred Rachel Baxter's and finally found me and was like uh, I hope this is you I've printed out this photograph of your face I've stuck it to like a stick and we're gonna hold it up next to the bridal party at the <laughs> altar at the wedding and so that you can be there and and um, I wrote a little um, a special telegram to read out at the wedding yeah. as well which we listened to over the zoom yeah. and I was quite emotional it was so special it was so special, was so, so special. and I was yeah. even dancing around the dance floor at the uh, at the reception later on one of my best friends Alicia was there holding my head up like on the dance floor <laughs> dancing around so it I'm was sure great. your head on a stick didn't have the same moves though, that you would bring <laughs> no, to the dance floor. No, I think the moves would be better to be honest. Like, yeah. Jesus. I mean, like, I can relate too. Like, you know, my best friend's um, meant to be getting married in November here in Canberra and she's in New South Wales. Her family's in Victoria. And, so you know, the, the uncertainty around that is just, it's it's so stressful for her. And um, Well, she had a, like a virtual hens the yeah, other night. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, like, we were meant to have, um, have her hens at the snow and... Um, that couldn't go ahead because of the border closures and lockdown. Um, and we, yeah, did a hens online with 20 odd girls. And, you know, even though we couldn't be there in person, it was still so nice to like see everyone's faces and, um, yeah, we had a really, really good time and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to do something in person in the future. But, um, yeah, it's, it is a real struggle for a lot of people out there. Uh, the next question we ask people is, what are you doing to stay positive? Exercise each day. Eating. <laughs> Put my makeup on every morning and then go outside and be in nature. That's I think one. that's really good. I really relate to that too. Yeah. Like We had a couple of get out in nature. Yeah. I feel like if you, but also like the whole self-care and making yourself feel good at the start of the day is really important. Like if you're just wake up, don't have a shower, stay in your pajamas all day you're just gonna yeah. feel gross but if you get up you know wash yeah. your hair do your face you actually feel amazing yeah. and it's just the little things even though you're not leaving the house even though you might not be on facetime to anyone no one's gonna see you at least you feel good exactly i mean like you and i got into well i've been doing this my whole life but we were getting into tanning Tanning, every week and just tanning even though like nobody's gonna see us but ourselves like it made us feel good face 100%. masks i put oh, so yeah. many face masks on i had a face mask on every night my skin was like breaking out everywhere <laughs> but yeah. it was fine i felt it made me feel good at the time yeah so i know that um we've been talking about like you know lots of people who have been tuning in but um and we got one message from someone who said she was um unfortunate to get caught in a crossfire between the act and new south wales lockdown and she was locked out of the act she just moved here too yeah she just moved here finally got out of her hometown ready to start a new life yeah. and um she ended up having to like go back home just because the internet dropped out where she was living in canberra yeah. and she needed to go yeah well she's studying full-time she needs yeah. to be online so she drove home which is only two hours away and um, then lockdown hit the next day mm. and she couldn't come home. And she said it's been it's been a journey that's included a large focus on, you know, trying to balance her university degree in teaching online, baking large amounts of cake and also managing her anxiety. She knows that um, she's healthy and safe, but not being able to go and teach in school, see her friends or go to a cafe has left her feeling isolated and displaced. Um, she can't even explain her feelings of being without a pub. <laughs> no, I can relate. Yeah. Um, but she said the effect on her well-being has taken the 
biggest hit. And to manage this, she refuses to watch the news. Mm. Um, she refuses to talk COVID anymore because it's becoming the only point of conversation. That is so relevant. It's exhausting. I feel oh, like, yeah. like you can't escape no, it. No, you can't. It's everywhere. Every time you talk to somebody, it's always about COVID. I know. I said, and I, my poor mom, like, I don't know if she like is tuning in, but she called me the other day and I was just so sick of talking about COVID and she, she was talking about va- getting vaccinations and that sort of stuff. And I was just like, I snapped. I must have been in that like anger phase, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, got really angry at her. I felt so bad afterwards and I called and apologized. But I was just like, I can't, I can't talk about COVID anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's so overwhelming. It. Yeah. It's so overwhelming. And like, you know, you have your days where, yeah, you can sit down and watch the news. You want to watch the press conferences, find out the stats. But then you have your days where you just go... Turn it off. Yeah. Get out of my life. I want to pretend that this isn't happening. Yeah, I know. Get me a champagne. Get me a champagne, (laughs) babe. Okay. So I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about, obviously, like how lockdowns are impacting us. But one of the most important things is, I guess, you know, you shouldn't be afraid to either seek help or look at some of the things that you can possibly do to make yourself feel a little bit, bit better. And we did a bit of research um, and there's some really good uh, facts and tips from the Royal Melbourne Hospital. They did a project um, and it's called Five Ways to Wellbeing. If you want to visit their website, it's fivewaystowellbeing.org.au. And basically it has five simple tips um, to make you feel a little bit better in these troublesome times. Uh, so the first one is to connect, which we've spoken about. Yeah, 100%. And like just connecting with anyone at any point, whether it's like your housemates, your friends from afar, your next door neighbor. Waving at randoms, like on a walk. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you can't really pull your mask down to smile, but like. <laughs> you can do the weird squinty thing that I do. <laughs> yeah, just connecting is um, super important. You don't want to isolate yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that's when things start to spiral. Um, the next one is be active. So obviously try and do some exercise. We've been oh, doing yeah. yoga. Yeah, we have. So like one of the girls from my massage course, she's training to become a yoga instructor and she's been um, getting us all involved, even though we have no idea how to do yoga, but, <laughs> you know, learning something new and getting your body moving in some, some way is so, so important. And um, I can, I can't like speak more highly about exercise (laughs) yeah no it definitely helps getting the blood pumping yeah getting the endorphins going and um you will honestly feel that much better yeah yeah the next one number three is keep learning which i think i mean you've definitely been doing like obviously with study and stuff like that. yeah 100 percent. i mean like it it's a struggle to learn um but definitely like opening yourself up to new things and more knowledge is so, so so important i've been doing duolingo trying to learn spanish (laughs) i've only i haven't paid for it so i only get like four incorrect answers every 24 hours so it doesn't last how's it going for you (laughs) i can say bread pan (laughs) pan is bread pan Pan. what else can you say um that's all i can remember right now (laughs) (laughs) keep trying babe you're doing so well you're doing so well i'm trying (laughs) Uh, be aware, um, I think, and this is about um, forgiveness, forgiving yourself and, you know, forgiving others. So I guess, you know, sometimes particularly, I, you know, my the main thing that's probably impacted me and locked down a little bit is I'm not an angry person ever, but I have felt myself get frustrated sometimes or like 
annoyed that more than I usually would on like silly little things. And I keep trying to remember, you know, my motto is if it doesn't matter in a week's time or if it doesn't matter in a year's time, you know, try not to let it bother you too much. 100%. And I I think it's like, it's really important to remember that like all feelings are valid right now. And like all the time, like it's okay to feel terrible or to feel sad or angry or irritated or you know like some people um might not like they might feel guilty about the fact that they're not exercising and it's it's actually okay like you've got to be kind to yourself and um you know even if you can't get out and move your body like don't don't be ashamed of that either like take time to rest and or even sometimes like i know when we've been hanging out like sometimes we just don't we just don't talk. Like we just, like, <laughs> I know we just like just, lay like, next, to, lay each next other. to each other and we're just like, we just don't, you know, there's, you know, there's nothing to, cause we both just feel so flat. Yeah. Um, and we both know when we're in those moods and sometimes they've lasted like whole days, particularly when we were in quarantine, some days yeah. we'd be like, so, you know, chatty and motivated. And then other days we were just super flat. And I think that's totally fine. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think it's like, it's Im- important to know that, um, you know, like silence is a virtue yeah and being able to be in someone's presence and not have to say anything is is so nice yeah Yeah. oh girl love Love you you. (laughs) now shut up i want to be quiet (laughs) um the last one number five yeah that's fifth isn't it help others um yeah i was trying to think of things that I've done recently or that people have done for me. I recently moved house and your roommate was very kind to like move my bed. And I just know, you know, I just felt, I know it's not a huge thing, but I just felt very, very grateful. And it made me feel really good inside that, you know, I'm lucky enough to have friends that are able to help me in situations like that. And, and then before I left, I cooked, you know, we had that big Mexican night and cooked all that food and just like being able to do something for others. Love that Mexican yeah, music. So good. But so good. Yeah, it made me feel feel really good and, and, and like trying to help Joshy too, your roommate, you know, learn guitar. Um that that just it, it really lifted my mood. Yeah, hundred percent. So that brings us to the end of our lockdown episode. Obviously this was a little bit more of a serious topic um this mm. week and um I think it's just like important for our listeners to remember that um you know, sometimes you might not feel like you can reach out to friends and family during times of need, but always remember there are anonymous lines you can call such as Beyond Blue. Yeah. So that number is one three hundred two two four six three six, And then Lifeline is one three double one one four. Love you, girl. Love you too. <laughs> we got this. We got this. We got this. <laughs>